Oh, we are live now. <laughs> You're going to put us live before you tell me? I wanted to surprise you. <laughs> Eat, drink, smoke, everybody. How you doing? Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, and Fingers Malloy here at Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana. It's where we drink the fine food. Drink the fine food. We drink the fine bourbon, smoke the fine cigars, eat the fine food. They're much better. It's been a long, long week, and the Mueller report has got everybody out of control, which is why we go right to the bourbon. A great cigar to get to today, a La Flor Dominicana, which I love. The bourbon is a rye. April D. Gregory, a huge fan of rye, and she said, listen, after the Mueller report and watching all these people, I need something. I need something that I know that I'm going to enjoy, that I'm going to just be able to kick back and relax with. I put this all on you, April. See how I did that? I'm just, my fault. I'm just good like that. This is a Bone Snapper. Now, we've reviewed some Bone Snapper things before. We happen to be fans of the X-Ray Rye Whiskey. This is a four-year reserve. You're going to find this in a retail capacity for somewhere between $50 and $60 uh, a bottle. This is all Indiana, people. Every last bit of it. 95% rye, 5% malted barley. There's no messing around with this mash bill. Rye is different, of course, than bourbon. Bourbon is 51% corn in a first-use American charred oak barrel. This, uh, a much different kind of flavor profile. Spicier, for sure. You're also going to get a, a sweet nose on this that's going to happen. There's going to be uh, in that in that finish, I think kind of like as you, as you feel it go through, caramel and butterscotch, right? It, which is weird. You don't think of those things as being sweet or spicy, I should say. Uh, but you got to think of it in, 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 its, in its overall. It's going to have a long finish. Um, I have heard different people describe the end of this different ways, whether it punches you in the nose or whether you just feel it for a long time. Described as long finish, which is exactly where you can find Fingers Malloy on Tinder. Also, my nickname in college. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that's a good one. Oh, screw up. So, this is so a here. Holy day. It is. By the way, Happy Passover. It's Good Friday. Easter is this whole weekend. It's, it's unbelievable. Let's we do it neat. That's how we start. We start with the rye neat, and that nose is not kidding. That's butterscotch. Yep. That's right there. Sometimes you like you you get the sweet and you don't know what exactly what it is. You're, you're, you're dealing with what exactly it is you're feeling that that is right there but right at the end you feel it, it you, you almost feel the tickle in your Ooh. nose and settle down is that after the uh, long finish that is, oh my God. That's, that's how you get to the long finishes <laughs> all right there fingers is already is already in the, in the in the sippage right there you gotta you gotta look on your face like someone kicked your dog what's are you all right? My with dog this? is dead. Stop it! <laughs> Who is not dead in your life? <laughs> wow! If you just run through that list. Hold on. Let me let me give this a go. Let me give this a go right here. Oh, that is way sweeter than spicy. That is, and it does stay on the tongue. It does. T- top, not tip of the tongue. Top of the tongue, and a little bit on the lips. There's a little bit of burn on the lip. All right, let me try. Okay, last week we did something called Noah's Mill. And we, I was discussing the fact that it had one note. It's not that it was bad. It was bourbon. It's not that it was bad, but it was just one note. It was the same all the way through. Ooh. There's already a series of things happening right here. Yeah, and you do happening. not need a cube. I was just Ooh. about to say, I'm not, nope. I'm not throwing this on a cube. And normally that's nope. the first thing I do. I'm going to pull out of my water because we've got the big rocks glass, right? We have the, and we got the big giant cube. Some people use a, a sphere, which I happen to like. Um I'm doing one chip out of my water. I want to see what that's like opening up just Ooh. just a little. That's oh, that's fun. Now I wonder if a purist thinks that somehow we're just a bunch of pansies because we're always for the the thing that's a touch sweeter, the thing that's a a little more open as opposed to straight right down, you know, your throat almost a rock esque kind of thought process. Well, it's, it, you know, I don't think any of us ever claim to be experts when it comes to this. It's just three people getting together and exploring the bourbon world and the cigar exploring world. Exploring each other, <laughs> yeah. exploring our bodies. I exactly. Need, I need ice, that's for sure. Uh, oh, do you really? Yeah. You are weaker than I ever imagined. It, it, it is a little intense for me. It, I feel like it's a little bit more intense than the regular bone snapper single bale rye. Well, this, this, is the, this is the x-ray, so this is a four-year reserve, so it, there could be a couple different things. Uh, that that play on this, it could be a mash bill difference. It could be how mm-hmm. long uh, that that thing's been going. I mean, it could be a, a lot of a lot of different uh, options there. But but in terms of flavor, oh man, no no no. This is 
I, I will tell you, it never had rye until doing the podcast. Just it never came into my life. So unbelievably more impressed with rye than I am with many bourbons. This is fun. Hold on a second. I'm trying it now. That cube is melted in there. So a little bit of water kind of opened the thing up. Oh, God, I actually got a little stronger. <laughs> Did it really? <laughs> There's still a touch of cube in there. You try it. You try that right there. You tell me if that didn't get just a little more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. Well, that's not what oh, I that's for. good. Oh, no, that's solid. You should, you should be getting. That's. Oh, that could go in. I wouldn't say that about the Noah's Mill. It's not that it was bad. I'm just using it as the example from no, last week. No, the Noah's Mill was bad. No, it, it no. wasn't bad. It was just that's straight right at you. This, this opens up a, a little. This is the Bone Snapper X ray rye right here. Guys, doing the podcast, uh, we are 24 hours after, maybe 30 hours by now. Full. I'm going full cube. Yeah, you are. To. Look at you. I Look have at you. To. We're about 30 hours after the release of the Mueller report. So, over, I, I don't want to be a guy who is telling you politically anything, right? Right? Because you may read that report and think Trump is the most guilty guy in the world. You might think uh, that Trump is the most set up guy in the world. There's a couple of ways to think about this. The one thing I can't... So everybody can have their own truth is what you're saying no, about the Mueller report? that's just it. What they think does not necessarily mean what is. And that's exactly what I was going to get into. The moving of the goalposts here has to get recognized as maybe the most important part of this story. They told us for over two years that this was a collusion conversation, that this was about Donald Trump working with the Russians. As a matter of fact, they didn't just tell us. They said they had proof. And they said that it was clear to see. And they said they had sources. And we kept hearing that they, they, they looked at things confident, you know, secretly in, in, in skiffs, those secret compartmentalized uh, information kind of venues. They, 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 they checked out um, all sorts of information. There were no leaks, and there was always leaks of everything. There were no leaks. Two plus years of telling people this was collusion, and then it's not collusion. And then it's not collusion, and all of a sudden, it's obstruction of justice. I refuse. I'm sorry. If that, if that turns people off, I can't do anything about it. I refuse to engage that part of the conversation, this obstruction of justice thing, without getting an apology for telling America something happened when not only it didn't happen, but you lied about it happening. I said it a year, or I said it uh, a few weeks ago. A year ago, I had the opportunity to invest in a goalpost moving company, <laughs> and I'm really upset <laughs> I didn't jump at the opportunity. Uh, no, they have to. It's clear that for the mainstream media and for the left, this was all about taking Donald Trump down. And once it became clear that collusion wasn't going to take him down, then we have to move the conversation over to obstruction of justice, which, uh, to me, obstruction of justice would have been firing Mueller. Uh, right? And that didn't happen. So, so I guess we have to go, we have to do that part to be able to go back. The obstruction conversation comes from the idea that Trump was Trump and said, why aren't you protecting me, Jeff Sessions? Why aren't you helping me, so-and-so? Why can't we end this investigation? Hey, why don't you stop this thing from happening? All the things that I believe Trump actually said. Not only do I believe he said it, I'm willing to put money on the fact that he said all of those things. None of those things are obstruction. None of those things are obstruction. A, nobody did anything. And B, a guy losing his mind that he's being investigated for something he didn't do and trying to defend himself. Listen, I didn't say you couldn't hate Trump. Feel free. But it's not collusion. And every lawyer out there, talk to William Jacobson. There's a great website called LegalInsurrection.com. Fantastic site. And he's a Cornell Law professor. No obstruction. His words, no obstruction. I, I don't know what else. I've got the Attorney General. I've got the Deputy Attorney General. I've got Cornell Law professors. What else am I supposed to do? What else am I supposed to do? So when, when, when you tell me that there's obstruction of justice because he told Jeff Sessions, I'm effed, right? And by the way, that wasn't even the whole quote. It's not that he's, he's effed because there's going to be 
a special counsel, it's because it's going to stop him, the president, from doing his job. That's what he said. That's the totality of, of, of the quote. So how is this obstruction? It sh- do the, show your work, right? Show the math of how you get there. It sounds like someone who is not a seasoned politician that is used to running a boardroom walking in and asking the questions that you're you're talking about. Well, why why can't we do this? Why can't we do that? Why aren't you protecting me? And it, it, that's not how it works in, in Washington. And so it, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how long this last you you're seeing democrats latch on to, to the obstruction charge and uh will there be more impeachment talk or will this be you know uh, well, nancy they, pelosi came out what a month and a half ago mm-hmm. and, and said that she didn't think that it was a smart you, move you, you want a great three-part series on, on on impeachment you had steny hoyer the house majority leader come out and say well listen we're not engaging impeachment then two hours later you had a representative ocasio cortez mm-hmm come out and say she's signing on to Rashida Tlaib's, Congressman Tlaib's impeachment resolution. Three hours after that, Steny Hoyer, everything's on the table. So I don't know. I have absolutely no idea what they're going to do. You're the, you, you've you got political acumen, uh, April. How bad does uh, impeachment play for them? Didn't Nancy Pelosi say we're not doing... That's what she said. No, she's I mean, still in charge? You, uh, well, clearly the Russians got to her. Well, that's the problem. You've got, you have the fractions of the Democratic Party right now where you're supposed to have Pelosi and Hoyer in charge, and um, unfortunately, you have to call them the adults in the room because then you got the crazies like AOC and the other, you know, socialist Are wing. Are they crazy or do they understand their base and their base? They wants understand blood? their base, but. That's again. The, the the party is fractured. You have the regular Democrats, and then you have the social. They're not all. Not all the Democrats are socialists. They've been so emotionally invested in this story for over two years, and to have it come crashing down in just a matter of a couple of weeks. And that and that crashing down is why they're moving to the obstruction charge, and why I won't I won't honor it. And and I think that it's important for people, regardless of your politics, to stand up and say no, 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 no. First, you apologized. You lied to America. You lied. You, and one of the, I mean, it, it doesn't take like great brains to figure this one out. They want Robert Mueller, the special counsel, to come testify. He comes to testify. The first question I ask him, at what time did you know there was no collusion? I want to know on a calendar what day you knew there was no collusion and is that date before the midterms right or after the midterms there was a, a report out today and i only saw it in one place so i'm waiting for like some more sourcing because you know as opposed to as opposed to quote-unquote journalists i think sourcing matters um, can't we just wildly speculate <laughs> we can if we say it it must be true because we're on the internet right now <laughs> a new bombshell tonight <laughs> um that a, a year before a year before the uh the Mueller report was released. He knew there was no collusion. That was one of the reports. Now, I st- I'm telling you, I'm not going with that as a source. I need more information. Mm-hmm. But it's the question I would ask. That's a standard, Possible. basic question. Sure. When did you know? If he knew before the midterm, then the follow-up question is, if you knew there was no collusion, why wasn't the investigation ended then? So this is, if, if Democrats are going to call... Mueller, man, be careful what you wish for, because this is going to get ugly for you. Ugly for you. And I don't think they're, they're ready for that because they're blinded by the anger. And I think you're right about this, at Fingers. Absolutely. They're unbelievably blinded by the anger that it all came crashing down. And this is what ha- they didn't say we're going to investigate what happened with Russia. And then you could have gotten to this and you'd have a story. No. We're going to investigate the president's collusion, and Maxine Waters is going to yell Putin 24-7, 365, and, and Adam Schiff is going to say this, and Representative Eric Swalwell is going to say that. They're, this this So seems, if they would have gone more angry. broad, Correct. then right? they might have something. Again, where is the national sigh of relief that there was no collusion? Between I don't know. No, because sixty percent of us knew there was nothing there. <laughs> the other side has to keep their mouths shut because they look like idiots, and well, they always look like idiots. But you know, we've talked about this before. They didn't. the The, the harsh reality of this, and is the, the move to the obstruction charge, proves it. They only care about a charge. They don't actually care about crimes. And this is, if you're a Democrat and you listen to the show, I greatly appreciate it. This is a problem. 
You want me to talk about Republican problems? Republican Party is the party of stupid. Yep. The Republican Party is the party of stupid. They don't know how to have a conversation. They don't know how to engage. We're seven, eight, nine years into Obamacare. Still, they haven't figured out how to put a plan together. Rest my case. It was just that easy. What, that takes seven seconds? The party of stupid. The Democratic Party, first of all, always overplays their hand. And when it, they are much more interested in the politics of absolute destruction of their enemy. The destruction comes from being able to place a charge on their enemy. Collusion. Trump collusion. Trump collusion. Whether or not collusion came was insignificant because then they would go to another charge. And you had heard already the rumblings and the talkings of obstruction of justice. Now we see it clear. There is no sigh of relief because they never cared to begin with. This is about destroying Trump. And that's where I think the backfire comes in. If they want to move down the impeachment line, if they want to continue this line, you take a look at at, at, at those Midwest voters, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, by the way, the states that won it for Trump in 2016, right? they're all back there in 2020. You're, it doesn't matter who the Democrat is. You, I think if you go down this road, you're in a bad, bad way. I was told Indiana would vote for Buttigieg instead of Trump. <laughs> I think, you, listen, I still think Pete Buttigieg is doing well and he's got a... He's doing he's, great. He's, he's got a long road right a, ahead of him, but um, no, I, I don't... Who told you such a thing? Is anybody I know? I can't name names on... You can totally name names. We're, all, we're just amongst friends here. Person's last name, Buttigieg? No, I just... No, maybe some press in Indiana. Oh, well, that's... Maybe it wasn't me, so uh, clearly <laughs> that's, uh, that's fake news. That is hashtag fake news. Um... Does the press learn anything from this? No, they never do. No, nothing's going to change. Nothing is ever going to change. That was a great look. Until they literally spontaneously combust. Have They're we, never going to change. Have we got Michael Avenatti's take on this yet? Um, he's still trying to figure out how he can build for like $25 million out of the deal. Well, the press, I, there, there should be a lot of self-reflection going on. If we really had how an many times have we said that in the past two years? So they should be doing self reflection and thinking about how they've made this outrage and nothing happened. Right. We've said that so many times in the past two years. Th- this story this anything. has destroyed CNN, as far as I'm concerned. Not only their credibility, but also I mean they're literally their, below the Food Network in primetime ratings. You could get a repeat. Are they really yes. below Food Network? Yes. Well, I saw I, that yesterday. I do like Chopped. <laughs> B- Billy, Billy Mays infomercials draw more viewers than some of the primetime shows on, on CNN. And there, you would think at that point, looking back on how their ratings have continued to slide, because they've tried to out MSNBC, out uh, MSNBC. And you're not going to out MSNBC, MSNBC. When it, right. So, that was pretty good on your part, by the well, way. Th- thank you. Uh, I'll be here all week. Try the fish. But... The thing is, 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 is that you would think that <laughs> there would be some examination in the newsroom at CNN. Okay, we we went over the top on the collusion story. Uh, clearly, we shouldn't have. And moving forward, we should try to, uh, you know, they have report it more down the middle. They have down. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'd like to think Quintupled. some exec is looking at the numbers and thinking, okay, maybe we're getting a little too crazy here. Speaking someone of, is someone is doing that. Maybe just not the journalist. Speaking of looking at the numbers, Fanimation, a proud sponsor of the Eat, Drink, Smoke fo- podcast. These are your ceiling fans, right? For the home, for the office, beautiful construction, incredibly well designed. You're going to have that whisper quiet kind of thing you want while you're getting the airflow you want. Here at Blend Bar Cigar, if you ever watch the videos that we do, facebook.com slash Radio, you can see the videos, and you'll see them in the background. They're right here at Blend Bar Cigar, moving the air around, make sure everybody here is perfectly comfortable. Uh, they're based out of Indiana, but they're sold nationwide. You can go online, fanimation.com. We're thrilled that they're a part of the podcast and what we do here, especially if you're a cigar smoker like we are, you want to be able to get that airflow moving around. They do incredible work and in styles that you would not believe. You you can think of it, they've got it covered for you. That's Fanimation, Fanimation.com, Fanimation.com. Uh, thrilled to have them as a sponsor right here on Eat, Drink, Smoke. Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, uh, Fingers uh, Malloy, Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana. I want to get back to this press conversation because that's the like that's the next step in, in, in it right I, I i want an apology i want america to get an apology on claiming collusion when it didn't happen i don't only, only want it from the press 
I want it from these, 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 these Democrats who, who lied. You can't do this to people. You, you know what gaslighting is, right? The psychological manipulation of people to make them think something's happening when it isn't or something didn't happen when it did. That's where we're at with this whole push to the idea of, of obstruction. We're to gaslighting that somehow the past two and a half years in a conversation about about uh, a collusion never happened. Oh, that wasn't really a thing. No, no, no. We were just looking into it. Since when do we just look it into people? It was literally 24 hours a day, every network, collusion, Russia, Mueller, blah, blah, every day. You couldn't even keep up with it. You could not keep things straight, how much they were telling you. And the latest bombshell that will maybe be the end of the Trump presidency. Yeah. Yes. Will right? lead to his resignation. All that. Oh, the walls are closing in. Yep. Uh, the dark clouds are looming. Uh, there were a couple of, of those. A fire off in the distance. Right. Those great kind of cliches. He's that they isolated would use. and alone. Yes. Yeah. The walls are. Cl- that's right. We did yes. the walls are closing. Melania yeah. is filing for divorce. Oh, she well, can't handle it anymore. Can't handle the stress. Um, I, I was asking the question about the press and can the press. Will, will they uh, uh, apologize? Let's go the other way with it. Because one of the things that I am a big proponent of is what are we going to do about it? And I, listen, I am, it's, I don't know if I have an anger about this or an exhaustion about this. I don't know which one it is. What are people going to, people are at home and they've watched this soap opera play out. And now we've learned in the soap opera that it was all a lie. It turns out, it, honestly, it's like that episode of Maury and you've been paying child support and it turns out you're not the father. So <laughs> what? What what is the response? I, what is it that you that, that that got to April that has made her giggle? I don't think it. it I, unfortunately, I think what's going to happen is people are going to. The baby's not orange. <laughs> didn't you know when the baby wasn't orange that it was? I didn't know that. I didn't. I thought it was a, a like a like that, that one of those underneath traits. I didn't know. It came out every other generation. <laughs> Baron's not orange. People are insulating themselves into their bubbles. And I don't know if this is going to change all that much. P- people who watch MSNBC looking for good news mm-hmm. as far as how can Trump uh, either be impeached or not reelected are going to continue to watch MSNBC. The people that watch CNN are going to continue watching watch uh, uh, CNN. I don't know if people are looking for To a news. person, they're not going to look at CNN and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? I don't no know. one's going to be like, all right, uh, uh, Chris Cuomo, we're done here. Click. Yeah, I don't know if people are looking for news or if they're looking for good news for their political mm. agenda or their no, political No, they're beliefs. just looking for validation. Right, they're confir- not looking that's what for confirmation news. bias yeah, is. They're just yeah. looking for people to say what they want them to say. So what I'm worried about is we're going to have this further divide where people are just going to their little bubbles to get their news, and I don't think that's healthy for the country. So, so first, the, that whole concept is uh, we've been kind of as in, just in what we do. Just turn off television. That would be what's best Yeah, yeah, for just, the just keep it right here just, to, to eat, drink, uh, smoke, podcast. The future is plastics and podcasts. That's that. That was the second line from the no graduate. Plastics. They they missed it right. Oh, you are so crunchy, granola, <laughs> ridiculous. The whole idea of confirmation bias is also known as the self-affirming selective. So you have a point of view, and instead of trying to figure out whether or not that point of view is valid, you search out information that confirms your point of view, mm-hmm. and you never have to question whether your point of view has any validity to it, right? So that's not study, that's not research, that's, that's looking for cheerleaders, right? And, and looking for that. So I agree with you, there's a tremendous amount of that on the left and the right, right? Yeah. There's, a, there's a huge, huge, massive amount of that. You've been watching CNN for two and a half years, and they have told you collusion. And I'm sorry, Jake Tapper, I'm sorry, Chris Cuomo, uh, Allison Camarota, Wolf Blitzer, the rest of you. You allowed this on the air 24-7, 365. Anything that was a pylon or contributed to the pylon conversation, whether it was the focus or whether it was tangential, all those times you had Michael Avenatti on the air, I would go back and see how many times a collusion conversation got referenced within a Michael Avenatti conversation about Stormy Daniels, only to reinforce the point. Those people to a person don't say, all right, turns out these people are full of crap. I don't want them to be full of crap, by the way. I don't want that for CNN. I'd rather CNN be a competitor and we have better uh, news sources out there. And that's not to say that there aren't actual journalists at CNN because there are. But dear God, to Name a three. person, I couldn't. I'd have, <laughs> I'd have, I would have to, to, to look them up. I would absolutely have to look them up. 
But when we talk about people who actually do interesting work on CNN, Mary Catherine Ham is one of those people. Van Jones, I, I hate his politics, but he does something interesting, at least, on, on CNN for sure. And I will say Jake Tapper at, has his moments. He really does. When, when the whole conversation broke about the horrors of, of Louis Farrakhan and the people working with him and, and, and not condemning him, Jake Tapper was guy number one. So there are moments. I think we should applaud good things when they oh, happen. Sure. But when I, I would have to go and take a look at stories and say, okay, that's a good story. Okay, that's a good thing. When we talk about the their primetime lineup, whether it be Anderson Cooper, uh, uh, Chris Cuomo, Don Lemon, no. Their morning show, I'm sorry, Allison Camarota. I enjoyed you when you were on Fox and Friends Weekend. I enjoyed sharing the couch with you. This is madness. Enough. This is madness. It was We sat, <laughs> and Dave Briggs was right there. It was, it was he, he kept watching. How and are her stems? What? I said, how are her stems? The legs? of I have absolutely no idea. She I don't wearing re- a dress? I, I don't remember at all. I was fortunate enough to sit on the couch. I was like, wow, this is, this is the kind of thing. Maybe I'll pay attention to the questions. April's <laughs> outraged that you didn't notice her stems. Right. You know, I, I, by the way, uh, stems, they're back. Right. You can use that. Also, gams. Yeah. Can you use that, too? Can you use gams? Just by the way, stems. Tony, my eyes are up here. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I was looking at your ass. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> This is the Lord's Day. None of them to a person at CNN is going to change the channel. That's your that's your theory, April D. Gregory. That's your theory, Fingers Malloy. None of them are going to change no. the channel. No. No, of course not. They, w- they would have already. Because I think a certain segment of the population. You wipe out all the freaking journalists over there and get new ones? The question is how many, uh, if you're breaking down the, the viewership, how many people who are watching CNN believe that collusion happened even though there's no proof of collusion and the way it's uh, sta- is stated in the Mueller report that there was no collusion. I had this conversation there, with there my friends yesterday before it came out. It. Yeah. I said, this is going to come out. They were all looking for it to say that there was collusion. And I said, this is going to come out and you're still not going to change your mind about whether or not there was collusion. And they're, and they're like, yeah, we know. And, and to be so fair, so they're still believing yeah, that there was. By the way, <laughs> and to be fair, on the right, it would have been the same way. It would have been if there were, if they, if Mueller would have had some sort of, uh, story where it channeled back to the, the uh, Trump administration, there would have been people on the right saying, oh, that's crap. There was never any collusion. So the argument from, from the right would have been the idea that how do you prove the crime of collusion, right? there Because it's a very murky area. Right. But I want to be clear. Mueller didn't say uh, based on, it doesn't look like there's collusion. He said, and I mean, to almost to a quote, the president didn't collude with the Russians. The Trump campaign didn't collude with the Russians. No American citizen colluded with the Russians. That's brutal. I'm not a fl- fan of uh, Glenn Greenwald over at The Intercept. But his point was that this isn't just a disagreement or, or, or basic repudiation of the thesis. This blows up the thesis of the idea of collusion. It didn't happen and, on any level. And Greenwald has been very upfront from the very beginning when this story first broke he's been calling bs on this for a long time way before the the report ever came out so no one changes that's basically what i'm hearing no one changes nothing no well that's just great i'm (laughs) i'm i'm I'm, we might as well pack our bags and go home i'm just more and more apoplectic about this by uh, by the second. And I mean, I, what, are they, what are they going to be doing in like five years from now when Trump is still president? Like, what are they going to be doing uh-huh. then? <laughs> like, now, just, now, by it's the way, a beautiful picture to think you know that head, that's right? like like such a good point and and shouldn't be just pushed aside. So much of this, they haven't gotten over 2016. Right? Oh, yeah. They haven't gotten over the fact that you, the unwashed masses, dared not listen to your overlords. And voted for Trump. And by the way, it's not just CNN. It's guys like Bill Kristol and Charlie Sykes, these these so-called conservatives. And by the way, I shouldn't even be that rude to Bill Kristol. I'm sure, you know, I mean, he's a long history of conservatism. It's just that this Never Trump movement has kind of made him just, uh, it's sad. You follow him on Twitter. It's just sad. We are at, go ahead. Well, you would think, talking about introspection, you would think that the left and Democrats would look at the 2016 election, see where they lost in these states like Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, and try to figure out messaging that would appeal to the voters that in 2016 voted for Trump. And instead of that, 
it, it has been we need to impeach him and uh, you know maybe we if we could change the rules and make it based on the na- uh, national vote instead of the electoral college there's there's you would think that they would sit back as a movement and say okay how do we get these voters and instead need a better and, plan and, uh, we, we get the voters by taking away their right to vote for president yes. I mean that's it's it's the whole electoral college conversation is so pathetic and the people who are pushing this idea we should have national vote so we, our voice could be heard when you're in a small state your voice isn't heard in, in, when you're in a small state, you're at the whims of New York and, and California. That's what you're the whims for. A whims well, of. and even Buttigieg was saying that he was he liked the idea yeah, of, of it being... It's like that, is, that doesn't help you at all. It is sad. We are at Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana. That's where we record Eat, Drink, Smoke, the podcast. Now, some people watch a segment of it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Tony Katz Radio, and I appreciate that. We also have facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke. You can see it at both spots. The key here is to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Give it a five-star review and write a review. That's the everything. Things are going great, and we're bringing on, as I said, sponsors, because it's it's important. Listen, you gotta you got to keep this thing going somehow, and the dollars make that so much easier. But your reviews help us get more people knowing about what it is that we're doing. And we want to we wanna crack. I, th- I think we're, like, near 100. Um, yeah. On there, yeah, we yeah. might be more by now. Uh, we want to just keep that going. We want to yeah. get it into the 500 range and in the thousand range. That's you. If you can go over to iTunes and give it a five star review and write a review, write a review. You don't know what to write. Find April on Twitter, April D Gregory. She will tell you what. I will tell you. I will send you copy. I will write it for you. I will send it to you. You can copy paste it. I don't even know if that's allowed. Uh, if it's not allowed, sorry, Tim Cook. <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, for sure. Also, lower the price of the iPhone X. Thank you uh, very, Seriously? very much. Seriously, indeed. This is Eat Trick Smoke. Eat Drink Smoke, Tony Katz. That's April D. Gregory. Fingers Malloy, Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana. BlendBarCigar.com. Uh, All right, the rye, the uh, Bone Snapper X ray, that's solid. That is solid. I, I'm doing it on the one cube, and I'm just... Hold on. Let me to finish it. Finish. Mm. It's right there. It is right there. It, uh, multiple things going on. The butterscotch, I would say, is very real. Uh, it's got a nice little kind of kind of spicy front uh, to it. It stings on the top of the tongue, but it's not stinging down the back of the throat in any way. This... That's a this good description. It's not a burn. It's a sting. Right. Right. It's not a burn. It's a sting. But I think it's nice a nice big ice cube took the sting out for me. I think that's absolutely uh, the way to do it. Let's get into the smoke, shall we? Mm. Which I'm enjoying right now. I'm a huge fan of La Florida Dominicana. I think they do fantastic work. The Airbender back in the day was uh, one of my favorite smokes. The Ligero. Uh, is is also we are on to right now what's known as the La Volcada cigar. This is uh, a seven by forty eight. So this is seven inches in length. Um, is it a Churchill? I think they describe it as such. I don't know if you would because it has a little bit of a taper uh, that 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 uh, at the at the. At the cap, where you, where you cut it, where you smoke it from. So I don't know if you would call it that. And it's also it comes to a pigtail, which is just a little curly cue way of, of doing it. It's just a, a an affect. You're still going to cut it uh, uh, there. Use the Mexican San Andres uh, wrapper, Ecuadorian Corojo binder, Dominican uh, fillers. This cigar, feel it. Literally feel like how oily it is. The almost the uh, a grittiness. Uh, to the wrapper, but not in a way that's that's detrimental. Not in a way that kind of makes you like feel like, ew, what's that? It's gorgeous. It is a gorgeous shade of of, of brown. I find that uh, everything except the chisel from La Florida Dominicana is built great. The chisel comes down to this; it, it tapers in and then has a squared off end that you smoke from. I can't do it. I cannot do a chisel uh, cigar. I can't smoke it. I can't get a good draw. I can't enjoy it at all and in any way. This cigar, you're going to find for about $12 a stick. So the, a oh. chisel versus a pyramid. Okay, so a pyramid is going to just slowly come to a tip, and you're going to cut it. It's going to bring in the draw a little bit. The chisel's a more chisel abrupt. is really, really thin, really tight. And at least for me, I can't enjoy it. I cannot get any enjoyment uh, whatsoever. 
Um, I think this is one. This is a, a really accurate description, and the best way to describe it: leathers and prunes. Oh, right. That t- don't think of it as like, ooh, grandma needed to go to the bathroom. Uh, think of it as as that level of sweetness, but it's not sweet like like a no, like yeah. like a like like a sugar sweet like or like a like a high end sweet. It's 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 got a depth to it and a, and a richness leather uh, and to it. dates, right? Um, did, did you just go for dates right yeah. there? Interesting. Instead of prunes. No, no, instead of prunes. Um, uh, 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 when prunes you, is scary. You're gonna uh, prunes are scary. <laughs> I know it's a weird way to describe it, but I didn't know how else to how else to do it. Um, you're gonna be able to get through this into the second third, and it's gonna start getting some strength. That first third is really gonna kind of be like, ooh, that's nice, that's enjoyable. Oh, there's some flavor going on there. When we get into the second third, that flavor profile is gonna get much more into the full bodied and much more into the uh, um, quasi intense. Is 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 where we'll. Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. I really enjoy something like this with the, the, the leather notes and prunes, whatever you want to say, uh, more than some of the cigars we've had that have been more spicier with like a pepper right. flavor to it. Um, I enjoy this a lot more. Yeah, and I think this does pair with the rye incredibly, incredibly well. It, it, the, 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 um, the two things um, kind of mixing together uh, in, a, in, a, in a solid way. This is... This to me is a great cigar. Now, also, uh, it just it just hits my flavor palette. I always prefer, and and this isn't right because this is Dominican in terms of, of origin. I always prefer the the Nicaraguans. I prefer those leather kind of flavors, those those earthy kind of flavors. Then I do um, the haze, the grasses, uh, the the, the sun grown kind of stuff. This has got depth. This is fun, and this is at twelve bucks. This is not a this is not a golf course cigar. It's too long. At seven inches, you don't you don't want that. You don't want to have to worry about it. Back deck. This is a back deck. Friends are coming over. You want to treat them, but you don't want to treat them that well. That's this kind. Of <laughs> <laughs> that you know they're friends, but they're, they're not friends. Stingy. Friends, you know what I mean? There are two humidors, right? Yo, there are totally two humidors. There are. What are you kidding? You no. There's the humidor, and then you lift it up, and then you've got the stuff underneath. For, you know, for friends. For friends, you know, you haven't seen that part yet, fingers. It's quite a right. T-shirt causing problems in Kentucky. They're a barbecue restaurant, and they have a T-shirt that says, I support LGBTQ, which, of course, is lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, questioning. The Q is for questioning. It is? That You didn't know that? She thought it was Qbert. No. What do you think it was? Oh, well, I'm not going to say it out loud. You can't say queer out loud? Of course you can there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, but it's questioning. It's question. I always yes, it's questioning. Oh, well, that made me, I was like, well, why would they put that word at the end when it's already in mean intended right. in those other it's words? So that's why I was like, why is that the end? So it's questioning. It's okay. The Q. Right okay. There. Okay. The IA. I've never figured. It out. It makes so much more. I don't sense know. Now. I don't know. So if someone wants to let me know what the IA is for, because sometimes you see it as LGBTQIA. Oh really? I don't know what those. I think I is intersex. A is I, asexual. Yeah, but then why would you be on a T-shirt? I thought it was Iowa. I A. That's I A. That's the I and the A. There, much much better. So the uh, shirt is from a barbecue restaurant. Says, "I support LGBTQ, Liberty, Guns, Bible, Trump, Barbecue." Yes. (laughs) I support all those things. Oh, they're getting blowback. They are getting blowback. I think this is a great example. Here, here's the shirt. Right here. Take a look. I think it's a great example of people not having a sense of humor. That's a great example of people not having a sense of humor. That they that they took something and that is think of it this way, the phrase is now accepted. Everybody knows what it is. It is so ubiquitous to the American experience that everybody knows what it is mm-hmm. and they're okay with it and someone said, "You know what? I'm going to I'm going to turn it this way for a little bit of marketing." No publicity spot. is bad publicity. This is good for your cause. I think it's I, I don't their cause. We are so amped up to be offended. I'm sorry. I don't think you have it here. Right? If, if you, you can either be offended by this or you can be offended by Westboro Baptist Church. You have to pick one. You have to pick one. You know, they, they, those, those guys bring signs to funerals. The Westboro Baptist Church jackasses. Disgusting individuals. To, to, to funerals of, of veterans. And they hold up signs that say, God hates gays, but they don't use gays. They use a, a, a much worse slur. 
And only for, I would have the conversation freely, but I never know what the rules are with like iTunes and podcasts and everything else. And I don't ever want to, I, I, I like a clean podcast. And then of course we have April. <laughs> Making that incredibly you, difficult. You guys are the only ones that are allowed to cuss on this podcast. I don't. What 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 curse word? Did you just I say? said ass. Jackass is fine. How is how do you not get that? She, we got it. We we've got to sit her down and have her watch the George Carlin routine. Oh my right. God. How do you not get that? That jackass is fine. That but th- some of the things you say don't work on radio. I mean, you can do them on a podcast. You know, I make a conscious decision to do the clean. Oh, I could do dirty. I know you do, and that's fine. I'm I'm great. It should be clean. It's more welcoming that way. Um, I just there's words that you say are not cuss words that are actually are. I don't. I, and t- then I say something, and I know it's a cuss word. But anything you guys say is not a cuss word. That's not. That's that's in no way true. Wait a second. There's not three cuss words. There's like ten. And you can say seven of them, but I can't say. I hold on. Three of them. There are only ten. <laughs> When Wait, have you, write them down. When have you ever heard? <laughs> when have you ever heard Tony drop an f bomb on the show? When have you heard me? <laughs> wow! Wow! I have not. Oh, oh, this is good. Uh, listen, you write them down. You write down what you think the ten <laughs> no, are. We're not, we can. Uh. I'm just. She, I, she's pulling the girl card out on us. Oh, I, I'm a girl, so I can't say these things. I don't but think you that's guys, what she's doing. I, I, well, I, I don't she's know. A, she's got the arms folded. That is, I, I think, <laughs> this is sexist. Uh, I'm not allowed to say cuss words, but you guys your, are. Your arms are folded. Women are just allowed to stay in the kitchen and make sandwiches, <laughs> and we're not allowed to use our voice. What the hell just happened? <laughs> there it is. How did we get from, is that a curse word, to you just want me in the kitchen barefoot? <laughs> in silence. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. See, it totally proves everybody's totally amped up. They want to be insulted every second of the day. T-shirts not insulting. I think I think it, it, it's 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 spin right. They're using something that's cultural. If you had a picture of Kim Kardashian on a T-shirt at a barbecue place and it said, "I like big butts," because you serve pork butt. Oh my god, that's brilliant! <laughs> I rest my yeah. face. Yeah, we should make that t- make that T-shirt. <laughs> I totally rest my case on this. This isn't offensive, guys. And you're it talk about hurting your own cause. And how is Trump anti-gay? What he's not. What, he's not oh, I, you can't to, 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 but they go they go Republicans as anti-gay. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't want to get political. Have you seen the tweet? Richard Grinnell is the US ambassador to Germany and he's gay. And he's the ambassador to Germany. And uh, Trump is, uh, I mean, Pence is the one who swore him in, everything else. Right. With everything that the mayor of South Bend, Pete Buttigieg, has been saying about uh, Vice President Pence and his religion, Grinnell has been going to town defending Pence. And he comes to a tweet from 2015. And the tweet is about people who are refusing service to people who are gay and and religious liberty and everything else. And it's, it's an article, I think, for the New York Times or whatever it is. And Pence retweeted it when he was governor of Indiana retweeted it and said if I was in a restaurant where someone didn't serve someone because they were gay I wouldn't go back actual tweet from, from vice Pence? president from vice president Pence and when he was governor Pence blowing people's minds left and right and Grinnell is is one of these people who's like stop it already he might have a belief but he's never once told me I couldn't be ambassador he didn't you know He's not that guy, and it's just it's well. When just they were ridiculous. when he was swearing, when Pence was swearing him in, he people were trying to say, "Oh, look how disgusted he is standing there next to," like, no, he's just standing there he's holding the same thing. He's trying to put words in his same mouth. Same thing when he swore in uh, uh, Kristen Cinema, the yeah, senator from exactly. uh, Arizona. Yeah, he's he all you know. Many times in public, he comes off a little awkward. Oh wait, I think uh, on a religious basis. He thinks it's a sin. I, I would say that if he was sitting in front of me, I, I, and he has sat in front of me before. So I, I absolutely believe he believes that. His conversation with, I forget whom, about, uh, it was just recently about same-sex marriage, um, was to the idea that, listen, my faith shapes my opinion this way, and and Pete disagrees, and, and that's okay. But to say and I'm anti-gay is just... we're all allowed to believe just, whatever we want to believe. Right. There's no we doubt really that, aren't, though. If, they if, have, we're really not, though. He's right. Fingers is right. Oh, that's, we're talking about Pence and Buttigieg again. Pence has been nothing but supportive of Mayor Pete when Pence was governor. Pete was mayor. Uh, Pete got uh, shipped off to Af- Afghanistan. 
Pence calls him in Afghanistan and wishes him well and blah blah blah. Oh my God! And Pence is the bad guy. But <sighs> but he's now he's a presidential candidate and he's trying to elevate himself and in a way to elevate himself is to have a, f- a feud, even if it's a yeah, one-sided no, feud. We know, we know, exactly, we know exactly what he's doing. Right. But Trump never ha- doesn't have these issues. I've never heard anybody say that Trump's anti-gay because that was never his position to begin with. That's what made him so, um, I think, more appealing to a bunch of people that he wasn't going to play in, in, in that game, right? He, that's just not who he is or, or, or what he's all about. But it's about people being just offended to be offended. Don't be offended by the T-shirt. Have you ever been in a situation where you have been in a, uh, a restaurant or an airport and have been beside yourself because somebody walked by with a T-shirt I've that you disagreed with or I've never been I don't let I don't things know. offend me. That's the thing. Like so, my, so right. It's a it question. would take something insanely drastic for me to be offens- offensive because I'm not going to let you have that power over my life. And that's the that's that's of course it. Right? No, we can't stop people from being offended. You have every right to be offended. What you don't have a right to do is act out upon it in a way that affects my life. And your point, April, I, I have never either. I don't walk around looking for ways uh, to, to, to be offended. I don't go around looking at things and saying, how did this hurt me today? That's got to be a horrible way to go through life. Where every turn and every corner, you're looking for the thing. Okay, how is that offensive to you? Just me? get some therapy and learn how to be a happy person. Like, it's so simple. But all this is, is coming from college campuses, isn't it? I mean, don't you, don't you feel like that college campuses are just tr- churning out activists? And they are well, yeah. looking for different ways to A, be offended, and B, how can I turn that... Uh, thought of me being offended into a political advantage well being offended proves that you're woke yeah and being woke is currency mm-hmm. right oh you you don't know what that means oh see see i know because i am i am thusly woke and therefore i understand what that is you have a lot of you have to go educate yourself and then you you gain moral superiority and then you can i don't know lead a lead a protest against god knows what speaking of protests are you guys ready for next week so here in <laughs> indianapolis <laughs> where we broadcast from live at Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana. Four locations, Pittsburgh, Nashville, uh, they're, in, they're in Houston, and Indianapolis. Uh, great, great spot. The NRA convention is coming. That is the National Rifle Association. And there's already talk of the protesters. 80-plus thousand people are coming. The president and vice president are coming. There is going to be so much money pouring into this city, and I'm guaranteeing you the protesters are going to block traffic and break things. And I hope I'm wrong. I will give anything to be wrong. I'm begging to be wrong. I don't know if I'm going to be. You know, we talked about this in the first segment. Trying to create a message that will appeal to voters in Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. This constant daily attack on the NRA. It it just doesn't seem like a, a messaging winner for the left in those states if you want to win the White House in 2020. All I know is uh, he's a congressman from California, Eric Swalwell. His entire platform is um, is uh, is uh, take the guns, gun buyback, mandatory gun buybacks or, or confiscation and throw you in jail if you don't do it. And now I'm hearing a couple other people who are already anti-gun talk about how we need to be even more aggressive on the subject. So I, it, I, it, I think it is a winner for them. There's certainly a segment of the audience that they think, or, or a segment of America, they think it works for. Their base. Yeah. Well, uh, and how can you buy back something you never owned to begin with? That's a good question. That's a, okay. Okay. You win. You win. I do not know how you buy back something that you did not own. <laughs> To begin with, uh, would you buy one of these T-shirts? No. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But I'm not offended by it. Right. I just don't. I don't think that helps you uh, in your cause. I might be offended by the chocolate marshmallows. Offended by chocolate marshmallows? That sounds ridiculous. Uh, so there, we have the story on our, our Facebook page, facebook.com. Uh, slash eat a drink a smoke. Actually, it's not on there, but it'll be on there shortly. I thought it was on there. It's not. That's where I thought I saw it'll, it. It'll be on there. Before. Chocolate. It'll be on there tomorrow morning. When marshmallows. I and the purpose of the chocolate stuffed marshmallow is to change the way that you make s'mores. Stuffed puffs, they're called. Right. Also, my nickname in college, which is basically like a pizza combo, <laughs> but not with, with 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 pizza. Um. 
The cloud-like food items are actually filled with chocolates. So here's what's interesting. It's not um, chocolate-flavored marshmallow. No, no, no. It's actual chocolate, and then you roast the marshmallow, and it melts. Um, I don't know. I don't know if this is genius or we're no. just the laziest sons of. No, it's it's lazy and it's going to be gross because you know why. <laughs> when you're roasting, when you're doing, some, look, I'm a s'mores connoisseur. I grew oh. up making s'mores by the campfire every weekend. Tell us more, professor. And you have to use Hershey's chocolate bars to make your s'mores. You cannot use whatever generic chocolate is in these puffs of marshmallows. It has to be Hershey's. It has to be Hershey's chocolate bar. What if it's not Hershey's? Then it's not a s'more. Then what the hell is it? It tastes like shit. <laughs> Can I say that? Is Case that a cuss word? Yes. That's a... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. But I agree with you. It's going to taste bad. It's going to taste There's bad. There's no way it could taste good. No. I, 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 I'm you looking forward... You need more chocolate than whatever is in that marshmallow. I'm looking forward to the commercials. Sure, you want to have a s'mores, but you have to take the chocolate, and then you got to have a marshmallow. And who, who has, has the, the time? time? <laughs> And the chocolate gets messy in your fingers. Yes, that's the point. Yeah. Then you lick your fingers. Do you uh, roast a marshmallow to burnt, or do you actually just like it? Ooh. So this is this, oh, wow. this is a whole thing. Like when I was a kid, I used to purposely burn it on fire, right? But burn it on fire. Light it, yeah, get it on fire because that's cool. When you're right. a kid, you're like, oh, it's on fire, and you got to blow it out. Um, so I do. I do as an adult. I do a couple different things. I start with roasting the mar. I do a roasted marshmallow, right? A good roasted marshmallow, brown, gooey in the middle. Gooey. I do that. I have a s'more like that, and then for my final s'more, whether that's s'more three, s'more four, whatever, then I do the roast it, get it warm, set it on fire, because I've grown accustomed to that taste of the ashy. Ashy right. marshmallow, which I and that is the way I think that's the way to do. Yeah, it. Yeah, you got to have it on fire. And I and I I don't just don't have the patience for the other one. I don't. But uh, talk. I didn't grow up roasting marshmallows. Well, you, you can't it throw it right. Times. You can't burn it. You can't get it catch it on fire right away because then the warm the the center is still not warm. Like you got to get it a little warm enough so it gooey in the middle. I leave then it in there you catch it on 10, fire. 15 minutes. 10, 15 minutes <laughs> on fire. And then there's nothing left. It's ashes. I don't know why I like it so much. Like, like I I will do a fire in the backyard for the kids. And I love watching them do it. I and I didn't know that that about me. I didn't know that was something I was gonna enjoy. I didn't know that was gonna be like one of the things. I'm like, you know what? This makes me feel like I'm an, I'm an okay father. I, I yeah. don't know what that is. I don't know what. I love the idea of lighting a fire. I love the idea of a fire in the fireplace. I love a fire pit. All of those things. Anytime I can do that, I want to do that. And cooking on a fire. When you get a fire pit that has a cooking grate and you throw a steak on it and cook on wood, oh, it, the flavor's fantastic. Well, yeah, okay. You, but are you using like like traditional firewood? Or are you adding like? I'm done. Is there chocolate firewood? in the middle of your steak? <laughs> that no. sounds delicious. It does actually. That actually sounds. If it was a good delicious. chocolate, yeah. Let's I'm get go- our people on that. I'm going to. Uh, oh, I'm going to, I would I actually, wear that T-shirt. You want to talk about something you can find for for you? Your crunchy. You would wear that T-shirt it, for your crunchy side. Uh, they sell dark chocolate hummus. Yes, they do. It is sensational. It is amazing. I've had it that. Is, oh it, yes. Uh, Boar's with some pretzels it. and mm-hmm. it, a cheese mm-hmm. with cheese. Oh, cheese! Okay, oh, yeah, no, no. absolutely sensational. Well, uh, may I ask my Jewish friend something? Yes, and and, and a happy Passover to one and all. Uh, we are recording this on Passover, and you, you know, have... the, 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 uh, we're not yet at Passover. Oh, I, I would I would be at a seder. I'd be knee deep in haroset. Uh, but you have uh, a couple also, of by times. The way, haroset, not a curse word. Just want to let April know that <laughs> I'm just a Midwestern boy, Tony, yes. and uh, I have not been around very many people of the Jewish faith. Uh, you have brought up matzah a few times uh, this week. Uh, what's matzah? I feel like that's a token. I have no that idea what matzah is. Token. What do you mean you don't know what matzah? Borderline racist question. How, how is that borderline <laughs> racist? What? I don't know. What? I'm making that up. Like, matzah? Like that's the that's the cheapest question you could have asked you. What, well, what would do you know what matzah is? It's like bread, right? It's it's, it's like it's, a gooey ball of dough. Okay. It is absolutely the opposite of all those things. It is a dry <laughs> cracker. That's why I Fred asked cracker. the question. I used to eat those. It is not It is not a gooey ball of dough. That is a hush puppy. These are very <laughs> different things. Matzah is, is a cracker. The concept of matzah is you have Passover is the story of Jews uh, escaping Pharaoh and then uh, Israel and then, you know, the, the, the whole thing. It is the Exodus mm-hmm. conversation. Do you sing the song? 
they're, they're like there's only one. There are many, many songs. The song. Many, many. Wait, hold on. Wait. You're right. You're right. I missed it. I buried the lead. Hey, April, what song are you referring to? Can you hum a few bars? <laughs> you're the one that goes, Pharaoh, Pharaoh. <laughs> I made you out of clay? What is that? No, that's dreidel. That's dreidel. That's Hanukkah. Let people go. That one. <laughs> no, no, I don't know that song. You don't know that song? Oh, I demand a verse. You are an American treasure. <laughs> I demand crying. She is crying. <laughs> oh my gosh, in tears. Anyway, I don't. I've never heard that song. Go f- find it for me. Oh, she's literally crying. Literally. Cr- oh my gosh. So you got some chocolate covered matzah this week as <laughs> I, a gift. I did. So 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 that's that's a, a great dessert thing to do. And I also make my own. But so, uh, so here are uh, the, the, the Israelites, right? The Jews, and they're, they're escaping, right? And they're, or they're, they're, they were allowed to leave, and then they were being chased. And they didn't have time to let bread rise so they could eat. So they, they, they put it on the heat for just a, for a hot second, and so it became like a cracker. And then they, they took it with them. So that's the purpose of, 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 of matzah, right? So Does it taste good? I mean, plain? No. No, it, does. it tastes like nothing plain, okay. you know? Uh, it, t- it tastes like absolutely nothing. You you put horseradish on it. You put harosit on it. Uh, you, you make a, you butter and cheese. So it's a good. And then base you add it to eggs. You make a matzo brai. It's a good base it's, for something. It, it's it's really not, but it's what we've got. Oh, okay. It's 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 what we. Oh, do you have the song? Yeah. Hold on. Let me. I don't. I think this is just a Protestant children's BBS song or something. Do you really think that is, do you think that at every Seder across, across the, across the world, people are like, okay, now here's the time we do our musical number. Everybody get into costume. Where are the lighting people? They were supposed to be here right after Elijah. Where are they? You've never heard that in synagogue before? No, I didn't. My synagogue did not have a 12 piece musical rock band. What about in children's church? Children's synagogue. <laughs> there is no way this conversation's happening right now. In children's church? <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore. That is so great. Literally in tears. In uh, So anyway, that's matzah. I got to move on, guys. I just got to move past it. It's just more... Uh, than I can handle. By the way, are you into the second third of the cigar yet? La I'm Flor- really enjoying this. The La Flor Dominicana, uh, the La, Vol- La Volcada. I, I love it. Now, I will say, uh, my draw got a little tight. You know what? All right, and there it is. There yeah, it is. And I just did th- a little roll of it. Same thing was happening with uh, mine, and I and thank you for reminding me about the uh, cigar pinch. Right. Pinch and roll. Oh, yeah, pinch and roll. Not not too hard. Your thumb and your forefinger and just give it a little roll in those areas you think are tight and you're solid and you're good. And this is, yeah, it's getting, it is getting a little strong. It is getting a little, I want to say meatier, but that that's, I'm not talking about a meat flavor, right? There's always going to be a little nuttiness that starts to come through. This is, this is really and truly, I, I'm enjoying this uh, tremendously. So much so that I might get myself a four-hand condom. Oh, my God. The best story Kinky. we've ever posted I did not get that on segment. the Eat, Drink, Smoke Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke, by the way. Be sure to like the page. Appreciate that. Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, Fingers Malloy. Uh, the forehand condom is the plan now to make sure you're having consensual sex. It takes four hands to open this. This is an Argentinian uh, thing. You, it's called the consent pact. Four different buttons on the box, and to open it, one person must hit two adjacent buttons, while the second person hits the other two. Did it not dawn on them that you could open the condom with a, a friend earlier? Well, they, they, this is. We, what, isn't we, that we, romantic? Hit, isn't that romantic? Hey, open this condom do with ha- me. Do your hands have something be- better to do when you're in the middle of that situation? <laughs> There's, there's nothing more awkward to begin with when you're introducing <laughs> condoms into the situation, let alone you've got a box where you need four hands. What if you're disabled and you don't have, uh, you only have one hand? Oh, then my what? God. I didn't even think then about how, how, how this is uh, offensive to the people who, who don't have two hands. Yeah, he brought that up. Before. That's a like, serious... Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't... I di- you know I mean, what? If you're a quadriplegic, you've got enough problems in your life. You don't need to uh, screw around with this condom. And then you got the I Argentinians don't. wanting you not to get laid. Screw you, Argentina. Why do you hate handicapped people? How about the fact that they had to That's invent it? <laughs> That's a t-shirt. 
How about the fact that they had to invent it? Like, we're so absolutely worried about being accused of this, that, and the other that we're devising every sort of way possible to... It, it's not about safe sex. It's about uh, lawsuit-free sex. We just don't want to get sued. We just don't want to end up in a jail cell because you were in the mood, I was in the mood, we did the thing, and then someone changed their mind three days later. That's nuts. And you see that on college campuses all the time. You do see that on college campuses all the time. And where are there on, on the back of the box, are there two lines for signatures for people to oh, sign yeah, the back of the be. box? Well, but, but there's but so you many might things. Need more than one line. Be- well, that, yeah, that's depends true. on what you're doing. Yeah. Everybody has to have a hobby. I'm not uh, there's no listen. It, it, it is telling. Like, when you look at the idea, you're like, okay, that's a, that's a pretty hilarious bit of marketing. But it's based on something but it's that a real is thing, and that's really so insidious and really ugly. That, you, that no one trusts anybody. Everybody's looking for, uh, you know, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just, uh, hey, you're into this, I'm into this, let's do this together. I mean, there's a whole idea of, like, apps. People are actually recording each other. You consent, right? Oh, God. Hi, I, I'm April D. Bye. Gregory, and I consent to having sex with you, Tom Brady. I, I was going to say, you, oh, when oh, you started... Yeah. <laughs> see what I did? When you got to listen to the podcast, people. You got to listen to the podcast. When you started that sentence, I was like, well, there's nothing with, uh, new with people recording having sex. I no, mean, that's nothing... No, it's, it's, it's actually, they're oh, it's not recording consent. the sex. Yeah. They beforehand. I will say this. People who make sex tapes to make no sense to me whatsoever. I don't get it at all. Have you ever made... Fingers. Wait, stop. You're not really going to ask people this question right now. You're not going to ask this Fingers? Have question you ever right made now. a sex tape? Stop it. We're not having this conversation. I'll get to you in a second, I'm, no. April That's D. Gregory. That's why she's already saying we're not having this conversation because she knows the conversation will be directed. I'm saying I don't. No, I have no I interest. I, I feel sorry for the person that has to see me having sex. My partner. <laughs> let alone, I don't want to see myself on camera having sex. Who gets into that? Good God. It's awful. Yeah, April. Who gets into that? Not me. I don't understand it. I know people do it. I don't get it. The thing, I, if if I, if the only thing I do right by my kids is teach them not to take pictures of themselves <laughs> naked or let others do that or send pictures around, I will consider myself father of the year. In this day and age, yes. Father of yes. the year. you got to be. Uh, or if they can't Google you and find something the same. Your narcissism you level win. has to be at 11 if you crave seeing yourself on camera having sex. Wait a second. To, to, to the other point, I, I think people think it works. It's like the, the uh, ever popular junk pick, right? which I've never been sent. Oh my God. I don't understand it Don't at do it. All. Just don't do it. Look, I'm just telling everybody right now. People just have actually sent it. those to you. Don't do it. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make... Has it... I want to know if it's ever worked. When Charlie Rose got fired from CBS, right? He was doing the morning show. The reporting was was that what he would do is he would take seventy something years old, not an attractive man. I could say that clearly. He would his his producer he would wherever he was he'd have to take a shower right in hotels or whatever, and his producers would be there. And his producers were sometimes women. He would come out of the shower not wearing pants, right? He'd put on a shirt, but he wasn't wearing pants. And and the, he was there in front of female producers. Never mind that the Why producer should have been like, what the hell are you doing? The producer should have quit, whatever the case may be. What made him think that was going to work? What made him think the producer was going to be like, you know what? I wasn't interested, but now that I see this, I'm ready to go. My guess yeah, is because it probably worked for him before. So that means the junk pick had to have worked for somebody before. I want to know. No, the problem who- is women are, are just not saying, just don't send me that. I don't want it. Not enough women are speaking out against the junk pick. Well, women aren't visual creatures. And then First on top of all, stop. Of that, we are visual hmm? to a sense. Yes, absolutely. Wait, what do you mean they're not visual creatures? What does that even mean? That's a cop out. I freaking hate that one. I should clean that up. I've heard women say on several occasions that they aren't visual and the That's idea crap. of seeing we a don't, male. No, send me a picture of your junk. biceps. Do not send me a picture of your junk. I visually might like your biceps. Someone's going to get a bunch of bicep <laughs> pics sent to them this week. I'm just trying to point out that women are visual. Like, we might like muscles or whatever. I've never heard anybody say that they weren't visual. It's the first time I've ever heard oh, that's, that. That's, that gets said a whole lot. It's that crap. women aren't yes, visual it's crap. compared to men. 
Oh, oh, you're talking about how people like like the like physical. How we looked at things. A, a man gets a, a junk like pick we, like or we a boob will pick. just we just like any random dude. He might be ugly. No, yeah. that's crap. If a man's well, got money, a, if a man's got gets an unsolicited boob or junk pick, they're going to have a much different reaction than a woman. Because boobs look a lot better than junk. Hello. I don't know. Your thoughts, Tony. True story. <laughs> you know I'm not wrong. Subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> wow. Wow, this became something. Like, I had never heard about the visual thing. Yeah, it's a thing. At all, at, uh, um, now, I've got, now I've got questions. I've got a lot of questions. That's April D. Gregory on Twitter, April D. Gregory. Fingers Malloy Radio on Facebook. Uh, Tony Catch Radio on Facebook. And, of course, Eat, Drink, Smoke. Fanimation, that's where you go to get your ceiling fans for your home, for that living room, for that outdoor area, indoor, outdoor, beautiful stuff, Fanimation.com, Blend Bar Cigar, where we do our recording, blendbarcigar.com. Subscribe on iTunes. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke.